How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you so much to super producer and host Ryan Hickey. He's coming to us live from New York City. And you, you could be listening live at home. You could be listening live at work. You could be listening live in your vehicle. You're getting to the money. You're traveling. I don't know what you're doing, but thank you. For being tuned in and locked in here on CBS Sports Radio. Congratulations. This is the beginning of the show. I get started every single weeknight. 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. You can always listen on the free Odyssey app. You can tune in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. Sirius XM Channel 158. And if you have a smart speaker, just ask it to play. CBS Sports Radio. What a busy day it's been in the NBA. The past 24 hours in the NBA have been absolutely nuts. And last night as I went off air, we saw Joel Embiid drop a Sixers franchise record 70 points in a game. Carl Anthony Towns and the Minnesota Timberwolves, they flamed out against the Hornets, so much so that their own coach said that their effort and their play was selfish and embarrassing. Man, we continued on. Tristan Thompson got suspended today. We saw Terry Rozier get traded from the Charlotte Hornets down to the Miami Heat for Kyle Lowry. Oh, man, Adrian Griffin, this man, He got fired. He got the boot. He basically made it half a season. And damn, they got rid of him already. And when I say they, Damian Lillard and Giannis Atetokounmpo got some football action. Looks like the the Raiders are trying to snatch up the old general manager from the Chargers, Tom Telesco. It looks like Jim Harbaugh is going to be spending uh, another meeting or having another meeting With the Chargers, it's just a lot going on. Nick Sirianni is firing everybody. There's just so much to discuss. So, you know, we're going to have Jake Fisher from Yahoo join us in the next break to talk some NBA. To talk about everything going on with the Chargers, we're going to talk to Fernando Ramirez. He's going to join us. He covers the Chargers for the Sporting Tribune. So we got you covered on all bases. And how about this? When I woke up this morning, There was news that Netflix is dipping its toe into, quote unquote, 
sports entertainment. Yeah, Netflix has the WWE Monday Night Raw. And so if that's the beginning, it's real simple. What is going to be next? Is the NBA going to be on Netflix? Is the NFL? Is Major League Baseball coming? You can bet your ass there's going to be some changes. The sporting landscape is definitely moving and shaking. And so we're going to talk about this all tonight. Before I do anything else, it's real simple. Ryan, man, how you doing? You good? JR, I am good. I'm glad, unlike Adrian Griffin, I hopefully am doing a good job so far, but not getting fired for it, so we'll take it. Oh, listen, man. By the way, you do an amazing job. If I haven't told you that already, it has been a pleasure working with you. I got no qualms. You, you are amazing. If you were to be fired, I would protest, okay? Wow, look at you. So the opposite of Giannis and Dame. I appreciate that. Yeah, well, it's a collaborative effort here, man. You make it you make it easy to work. So thank you, thank you so much. No, no firing around here. Uh, did did I miss anything? I mean, I, I tried to run through as much as I could to open up, but I feel like that's that's the bulk of the news that's come down the pipe today. I didn't I didn't miss anything, did I? Not as of this moment, although things are changing very quickly today. Yeah, things are are changing quickly. Yeah. And, Yo, this is the most surprising news, if I got to be honest, and I'm going to get this shot out the way, although there'll be many opportunities to do so. Tristan Thompson is, is using performance enhancing drugs. For what? Like, what? Why do you need to take drugs to sit on the bench? Like, what? Are, wouldn't it be worth? Wouldn't, wouldn't the player be worth a damn to be taking some PEDs? Like, what is he doing? Nothing, Ryan? No. I just. I, I, was no, gonna, no. I mean, maybe just to pass the time? I mean, those games can be he's, long. He's taking drugs to pass the time on the bench? Two and a half hours sitting in one spot? I mean, so, what, else, what else is he going to do? I'm a real jerk because I saw Tristan. I, don't, I can't even say I saw him play basketball on Saturday. Yeah, he's averaging a whopping of four points and four rebounds a game, right? I saw him warm up, and I I put this out on social media. I I took video of Tristan Thompson warming up this past Saturday, and he was literally, literally like by the basket doing like hook shots and and layups, and and I'm like, this is this guy's washed up. To be honest, I don't know why Tristan is still in the league, Uh, but I shared it, and it's just like, wow, he's just this is the guy that got popped for some drugs I've never heard of. And in the nerve of, of Shams to message it and the NBA to put it out, it's like, hey, this is something tied to HGH and this is tied to something else and eh, whatever. Tristan Thompson, uh, yeah, congratulations. We won't see you for 25 games. And to be honest, we didn't see you for the past, I feel like, four years. So there you have it. Uh, anyway, someone else who's also gone, not much of a shock, not much of a surprise, I guess the timing is Adrian Griffin is no longer the head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. Why is this odd timing? Because the Milwaukee Bucks have one of the best records in the entire NBA. A matter of fact, they are tied for the second best record in the entire league. You think about what's going on right now. Only the Boston Celtics have more wins than them. Celtics have 34 wins. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks have 30. Minnesota lost last night to that terrible Charlotte team. They have 30. And they fired the coach who was only here for 40, 
three games. That is basically half the season, and he is already gone. But, you know, a lot of cases they say where there's smoke, there's fire. We know Damian Lillard recently traded to the Milwaukee Bucks, right? Terry Stotts, before we got to the the season even beginning, Terry Stotts, former head coach for the Portland Trailblazers, was an assistant here for Adrian Griffin, who is a first-time head coach after being an assistant for like 15 years. Imagine being an assistant for 15 years. This man played in the NBA for about 10 years. He was with the Toronto Raptors as an assistant for another five years, and he finally gets a job. This man has been in the NBA for almost 25-plus years. He's been coaching for almost 16 He gets a job. He doesn't even make it half of the season. Terry Stotts is beefing with him. Adrian Griffin trying to, I guess, show how much power he has. Terry Stotts is gone. And they kind of sweep it under the rug. A head coach who had experience was helping him out on the staff. And now he's gone. And so the Milwaukee Bucks, despite having one of the best records in the entire NBA, there's there's been some some undercurrents here the defense is the biggest undercurrent because they have no defense the Milwaukee Bucks play no defense and I know that's a difficult thing to understand when Giannis Atetokounmpo one of the best defenders in the league is on your team when Brooke Lopez even though Brooke Lopez is getting a little bit older all seven foot of him is still on your team but we know Damian Lillard he don't guard a door I mean, Victor Wembenyama went around his back past Damian Lillard to dunk on Brooke Lopez. That was ultimately the defense for the Milwaukee Bucks in a quick snapshot. And so now they move on, right? Now they got to think about the future. And so even at this point in time, Giannis can't say anything else. About the Bucks, he can't say anything else about their defense. He can't talk about how how bad they are. I mean, it was only a few weeks ago where Giannis, after a game against the Rockets, was just ticked off about their defense. Do you remember this? Defensively, our effort was not there. There was no pride. Um, guys were just driving the ball, straight line drive, getting to the paint, um, over helping, shooting threes. Offensive rebounds. There was no nothing. This is not. Uh, this is not the Milwaukee Bucks. This is not who we are. The second half we were better. Third quarter we were better. Fourth quarter we were better. We won both quarters. Yeah, we went out there to compete. We may make it harder. Pre-switch, you know, fronted the post, um, put our hands in the ball, you know, made it tough for them. Got every every rebound that we could. You know, we made it tough. That's who we are. You know, and in, in the first half we we didn't do that. And it's, it's, it's not good, man, because right now we, we, we play in a, a, a type of basketball, especially defensively, that is not us. We have to be better. In order for us to win, we have to be better. We cannot just rely on our offense or scoring 130 points, 140 points every single minute. It's not, it's not going to work that way. It's not going to work that way. Yeah, well, it's not going to work that way. That was after a loss to the Rockets. Giannis had 48 points in that game, and the Rockets still beat the Bucks 112 to 108. And you know if a guy's going to get canned, 
It had Giannis' blessing. Did Giannis walk around saying, I need this dude gone or we're not going to win a championship? No, that's not necessarily the case. But Giannis was aware. Damian Lillard, I'm sure, had some input here. And a man who just got his job, the Milwaukee Bucks were not confident that after bringing in Damian Lillard and jumping through these hoops, that they were still going to compete for a championship. And that's why Adrian Griffin is gone. It's over. The offense is putting up points, but the defense is giving up a crap ton. Right now, the Milwaukee Bucks, when it comes to scoring per game, how much they give up, they are 25th out of the 30 NBA teams. And now this is where things get good. Because if you read the tea leaves and if you look at the rumors that exist online, the Milwaukee Bucks are already looking towards someone like Doc Rivers to come through and coach this team. Yeah, Doc Rivers from the Orlando Magic, uh, Doc Rivers from the uh, you know, 76ers, that didn't work out too much. Uh, Doc Rivers from the Celtics as well. Yeah, Doc Rivers. Why? Because he's just going to babysit and placate the players? I know everybody wants to take a crap on Doc Rivers about going into game sevens and and choking all these games away. But at least Doc Rivers has experience. Doc Rivers has experience with working with uh, star players. Just don't ask James Harden for his opinion. Don't ask Ben Simmons for his opinion. But Doc Rivers, I mean, yeah, he would work. But what is hilarious about this is Doc Rivers just got a new job on ESPN with Doris Burke and then Ryan. Help me out here. They fired the other two guys. Jeff Van Gundy got the boot and so did Mark Jackson. And so it's Doris Burke. It's Doc Rivers and then Mike Breen. Have you heard Doc Rivers call a game yet, Ryan? Have you heard him? I did. I did a few weeks ago. He's not bad. I like him as a broadcaster. I haven't I haven't heard him yet. I'm not a fan of Doris Burke, so I guess that puts me do people like Doris Burke as a broadcaster? I like Doris. No, yeah, I don't, I don't listen. Yeah, I've said this before <laughs> and I don't I don't I don't listen to the broadcasters for by the way, speaking of listening to the broadcasters, we're gonna take a listen to the uh the Hornets broadcaster later on in the show because he is just a complete uh, nut and pretty hilarious, pretty entertaining at the same time. But Doc Rivers just took this job. ESPN just kind of moved things around to, you know, bring Doc Rivers in. I guess they would elevate J.J. Redick into a Doc Rivers spot if there, there should be a change or should be a move. But let's be real. When the Milwaukee Bucks acquired Damian Lillard from the Portland Trailblazers, there was an expectation that they legitimately compete for a championship. Yeah, they're only four games in the win column behind the Boston Celtics, but the Boston Celtics look stronger. The Boston Celtics look deeper. The Boston Celtics look more athletic. The Boston Celtics are a bigger team. The Boston Celtics play defense. Yeah, we can look at Damian Lillard knock down a shot, but what are they going to do? Just funnel everybody into Brooke Lopez? Is, is that supposed to work in the postseason? I don't think so. It's unfortunate that something has to give. I'm not feeling bad, all that bad for Adrian Griffin. The man is getting paid. He's probably going to be an assistant. He's going to take a year off the rest of the season. He's going to go sit on somebody else's bench next year. But what's unfortunate is he may never get 
another head coaching opportunity. We always get the same people, the same faces, the same names recycled. Even when you took a TV job, less stress. And guys like James Harden and Ben Simmons don't like you. But I guess that speaks more to James Harden and Ben Simmons than the Doc Rivers. Good luck to the Milwaukee Bucks. I have no idea who's going to be the full-term or full-time head coach. I know Joe Prunty is going to lead the show for the, uh, the, the interim here. He's been here in Atlanta for quite some time, and now he's in Milwaukee. Good luck to him. The minute and second that they find a name-brand head coach, they're going to move Joe Prunty right back down the bench in the Milwaukee Bucks. It's very clear. Y'all better go to the Eastern Conference Finals and push it to a Game 7 at minimum. Adrian Griffin, a sacrificial lamb here for a team that played no defense, even with Giannis Antetokounmpo and Brook Lopez. You can blame it on the guards. Blame Damian Lillard. And Mike Budenholzer? Oh, yeah. He's somewhere laughing as well. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. So much to discuss. We're going to talk about Jim Harbaugh and this connection to the Chargers. We're going to get into some of the trades or the trade that took place in the NBA today with the Miami Heat. I already made fun of Tristan Thompson. We're going to look at Nick Sirianni. He didn't get fired, so he's firing everybody that he ever hired. There's so much to do. 855-212-4CBS is the number. We're going to take a break. When we come back on the other side with all this wild NBA action, it's time to have a conversation with Jake Fisher from Yahoo to talk some hoops. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, I ain't got no skin in the game. I just call it how I see it. How else am I supposed to do it? Am I supposed to sit here and yell and scream and hot take and rant? I ain't got time for that. Just a regular guy minding my business, having fun on the radio. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Right before we went to break, we talked about how busy a day it's been. How busy a 24 hours it's been in the NBA. And then the culmination, I guess a couple of hours ago, Adrian Griffin let go by the Milwaukee Bucks. 
Not that big of a shock if you've been paying attention throughout the course of the offseason. But between that and suspensions and trades, to talk about it right now, we have Jake Fisher joining us, senior NBA reporter for Yahoo Sports, and then also the author of Built to Lose, How the NBA's Tanking Era Changed the League Forever. We're going to talk about the book, and we're going to talk about everything that's been going on in the NBA today. First things first, Jake, how you doing, man? You good? I'm hanging in, man. Catching my breath before a uh, a birthday dinner for my lady. So happy to check in with you before all that. What's going on? Beautiful. I appreciate that, and, and happy birthday to her. With so much Thank going you. on, no doubt about it. With so much going on in the NBA today, why the hell did Adrian Griffin get the boot? You know, this is a much longer story than what I can say in the next minute and a half or so that I plan to write tomorrow for Yahoo Sports, so stay tuned for that. But I think ultimately the Bucks went on a risk here back in this offseason hiring a first-time head coach, Adrian Griffin, who Giannis Antetokounmpo essentially handpicked. And that was influence he was afforded and, you know, is a, a glimpse at the type of uh, pressure that I think Milwaukee feels about trying to build a winner in a small market such as that situation in Wisconsin where you have a generation of players already won one title and is craving winning more. So the fact that that didn't work out and the defensive schemes have led to a lot of commu- uh, confusion from the players and the defensive production has declined precipitously from the years under Mike Budenholzer the timing seems a little bit off if you look at their 30 and 13 record, but they're just six and five in January. The defense has continued to get worse, and the Bucks really feel like they don't have a time to waste to get things back on track. When even an extension this fall, as we see in today's NBA, these players are very, very liable to request out at any point in time. Jake Fisher is joining us here, the JR Sport Show on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to hear this over the next couple of days, couple of weeks. Did, did Giannis, quote-unquote, push the eject button on Mr. Griffin? No, I don't know enough yet to say that, but I think there were many people inside the organization that had been for a long time now. You know, you go back to the beginning of this training before the season even began. Terry Stotts left very unceremoniously, was supposed to be the lead assistant under Adrian Griffin. Like the Bucks hired the, the, the assistants under him, didn't give him the influence, but like it didn't work out. The veteran felt very disrespected the way Griffin was operating things. And then you saw Brooke Lopez complaining about not, not coverage anymore. And Bobby Portis had a whole thing in the post-game locker room tournament after their loss to Indiana it just kind of seems like overall there was a, a lot and, and dissatisfaction uh dissatisfaction I should say uh with a lot of the main actors involved in. Jake Fisher's joining us from Yahoo Sports NBA reporter Doc Rivers name has been bandied about as uh, a potential candidate for full time who are some of the other names that could potentially hold this down on a full-time basis while Joe Prunty is keeping the seat warm? You know, this situation is not one for a first-time coach, as we just so That automatically limits Milwaukee to previous 
head coaches who are actually available for the job right now would be Kenny Atkinson, who was a finalist along with Nick Nurse this summer uh, before, you know, falling to Adrian Griffin, I guess, in that competition. Uh, I don't know exactly if he's really on the table, though, right now, being that this does seem like it's Doc Rivers' job and Doc Rivers' job alone. He's someone that I think fits a lot of check marks. You know, one reason Giannis purportedly felt connected to Adrian Griffin was the fact that he was a former player and he is one of the only coaches out there that's won a championship. So, that, I mean, and that is the goal of what this organization, you know, holds. So I, I think by all accounts and what the early word has been pretty strongly here is that this is Doc Rivers' job. Okay. Jake Fisher joining us, NBA reporter for Yahoo Sports. So much has gone on in the NBA outside of the, the Adrian Griffin firing today. We learned earlier in the morning that Terry Rozier was going to be moving on from the Charlotte Hornets to the Miami Heat. At the same time, the Charlotte Hornets get their hands at least temporarily on Kyle Lowry. We know Rozier is going to be out there shooting how will he fit in on that squad and that team with Hero and Jimmy Butler whenever he decides to play? Yeah, they need better point guard play, and that was pretty evident dating back to last season when they put Kyle Lowry to the bench for Gabe Vincent, and then Gabe Vincent, of course, left this summer for agency with nothing, you know, leaving nothing in return for Miami. So he'll be a ball handler and a creator. They're going to also need him to be a point of attack defender too, which something he was better at in Boston back in his younger days than when he was in Charlotte. So I do think Miami is, is hoping that he will be able to take a, a much stronger uh, role on that side of the ball as opposed to what he was doing in Charlotte. It's been a winning situation for, for many, many years. I mean, I'll just be candid. Like, that, that move to Charlotte when it was a sign-and-trade with Gordon Hayward going back with Revere chasing his best payday, as any professionals want to do. This is going to be his first time back in a real playoff environment you know, since he was on that rookie deal in Boston. So I think the Heat are bullish that he'll be able to lock in on both sides of the ball. Well, Jake, we know Kyle Lowry, whatever is left of him, is likely to uh, sign somewhere else to maybe get a couple more minutes on a contender. What are some other potential moves that you've heard that we might uh, see take place between now and the trade deadline? You know, the Hawks continue to be one of the biggest talking points of the league. They've got DeJounte Murray available. I'd say he's probably the most marquee player that's left on the board of guys who are in this trade cycle. A lot of Kyle Kuzma stuff pop up, although the Wizards are setting a firm asking price based off my conversations of two first-round picks. And unless they get that from someone, I don't think they're going to move him. There, there are plenty of other players and teams I have asking prices that I think, you know, will come down. You know, the Portland Trailblazers right now want a first-round pick for Malcolm Brogdon. If their best offer is only two second-rounders, you know, I could, see, I could see the Blazers doing that. You know, the Raptors want a first-round pick for Bruce Brown, but with his contract being considered a bit of an overpay and that being a team option next year, I'm, I'm not so certain one team is going to be willing to put that first on the table for Bruce. So um, do they end up dropping their asking price? Like the Wizards and Kuzma? That second-round pick stuff is, is holding firm, so I, I'm not necessarily expecting he'll be on the move. Now, Jake Fisher here with us from Yahoo Sports as we start to wrap things up. One team that's always involved 
in the, the trade talks, whether it happens to be a DeJounte Murray or an always hurt Zach Levine. What do you foresee the Los Angeles Lakers potentially doing or not doing? They're going to be one of the more aggressive buyers on the market, and they have a 2029 first-round pick that they're willing to put on the table. There's an additional pick swap that they're willing to include. I don't have the year perfectly off the top of mind. I believe it's 2027, but don't hold me to that. They have they have a swap in that 2029 first pick, and then D'Angelo Russell's salary. It's just it's just right now to find a team that actually wants to take his salary back as a real trade chip for the filler that it would take to get a DeJounte Murray or Zach Levine. So, you know, if the Hawks were to take that, find a third team to take that Russell, which I don't think that third team is going to be supplying the actual players that uh, Atlanta wants at this juncture. But we'll see. Like, the Hawks, they, they value Quentin Grimes, to my knowledge. So is there an opportunity to make New York be that third team in that equation? I'm, I'm not certain at this point, but... Uh, the Lakers are, are hamstrung right now by that element that D'Angelo Russell, they signed this summer to a two-year de- deal. And they made him waive the no-trade clause that would have been part of that with the idea of potentially moving him. And right now, doesn't seem to be much of a market for him at this juncture. Yeah, well, we, we know that the, the Lakers will always be ridiculously aggressive. We got a whole lot of other teams that are, quite frankly, going to be looking to, uh, let's just say, tank and try to get some assets for the rest of the season. Please tell us about the book that you published, Built to Lose, how the NBA's tanking era changed the league forever. Yeah, it's, it's why Charlotte is in the position they're in today, trading terrors here and looking to trade more veterans and get back draft capital. If you have a real goal of competing for a championship, the analysis shows time and again that teams that have won the title, they typically have at least two players who are legitimate top 10, top 20 caliber players at minimum, you know, three. And the most common way to, and the most direct way for any team, you know, you don't have to be in New York or Miami or LA to have a bad record and get top draft picks where most of the time, that's the most direct path for any franchise to get a LeBron James, a Dwayne Wade. I mean, Victor Wembanyama and Zion Williamson haven't done that yet, but you know the, those are the types of talents that teams are willing to think and, and throw away multiple years of, of competing in order to, achieve, to to acquire. So the book really highlights how the league really became prominent with tanking from 2013 to 2016 when Ben Hinkie took over Philly and uh, Ryan McDonough took over Phoenix and Pete D'Alessandro was in Sacramento and. The Celtics traded off of KG and Paul Pierce, and Orlando traded off of Dwight Howard. There's 300 interviews of, of inside information and, and back-channel dealing and private meetings all throughout that book that I think any fan would really love. Now we're going we're gonna to see, I guess, over the next several months how the uh, tanking could potentially work out for a team like the Sixers when their giant center is dropping you know, 70 points on any given night. Hey, Jake, I want to thank you for taking the time to hop on. Where can people follow you and also pick up the book? Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm on Twitter at Jake L. Fisher, F-I-S-C-H-E-R, bringing multiple stories a week at Yahoo Sports. Our our podcast, Ball Don't Lie, has has four shows a week for myself, Vinny Goodwill, and Dan Devine, and the book Built to Lose, How the NBA's Tanking Era Changed the League Forever. It's out. Anywhere books are sold, Amazon, Bookshop.org, my publisher, Triumph. It's uh, 
still moving product. So I'd appreciate anyone else who's still interested in getting a copy. Oh, thank you so much for, for coming through and providing the insight, Jake. You guys have a wonderful dinner, okay? Thank you. Appreciate that, man. Take care. No doubt about it. Thank you so much to Jake Fisher. You just heard him from Yahoo Sports uh, providing some insight and also breaking down why, you know, Adrian Griffin was was let go by the Milwaukee Bucks. It was a risky hire to bring on a coach who has zero head coaching experience. And then we have seen and heard all of the the, the bumps uh, along the way really stinks because it's like, damn, you had one shot, one opportunity. He might not get another shot to be a head coach in the NBA. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. It's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. When we come back on the other side of the break, I do want to give you an update on that trade that took place with Terry Rogier moving to Miami. I want to give you a quick update I mentioned on Tristan Thompson. We'll talk about Jim Harbaugh and where he could potentially move and then even Pete Carroll has some thoughts about coaching again. We're going to discuss it all. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. And what has already been a ridiculously busy day, dominated by the NBA. Adrian Griffin being fired by the Milwaukee Bucks, Tristan Thompson being suspended, Terry Rozier being traded from the Hornets to the Miami Heat. The NBA said, we got this. And then baseball said this evening, no, we got some news too. Because today, about 25 minutes ago, and you just heard it in the news update from Pat Boyle, thank you, Pat, we heard that Todd Helton, Adrian Beltre, Joe Maurer, they're going into the Hall of Fame. Let me say that again. Adrian Beltre, who I feel like is still playing, Todd Helton, and Joe Maurer, they are all going to Cooperstown. Some names that did not make the 75% voter threshold. What a shock and surprise. Be prepared for this. There's no Alex Rodriguez. There is no Gary Sheffield. We only have those three men that I just named to you. Todd Helton, Joe Maurer, Adrian Beltre. They're going in. In addition to Jim Leland, who was voted in by one of these committees, the Contemporary Baseball Era Committee. And so after you have not been voted in by the writers, then you move on to a committee. The committee then has the power to vote you in. And at this point, we only have four inductees. And at this point, thinking about someone like Alex Rodriguez or even Gary Sheffield going into the Hall of Fame, I I think we can we can probably flush that. Might be older and just old and gray. I might have grandkids Alex Rodriguez might have won an NBA championship as owner of the Minnesota Timberwolves before he gets in to the Hall of Fame. And so congratulations to Todd Helton, Adrian Beltre, and then also Joe Maurer, who had a, I don't want to call it short, but it felt truncated career with the Minnesota Twins as a as a catcher. And then they moved him to first base because his head kept getting rattled around behind the plate. And congratulations on them three. 
And then to even think about Adrian Beltre as someone who's been retired, I'm just like, he is? He's one of those dudes that I expect to just see on every, you know, a a team. He hasn't played since 2018. Adrian Beltre, I'm sure he could wake up tomorrow and give you, I don't know, 20, 25 home runs and 80-plus RBIs. This man played from 1998, starting with the Dodgers, all the way to the Texas Rangers in 2018, and he concluded his career, even in his final season, by giving you 15 home runs and 65 runs batted in. We're going to spend more time talking about the Hall of Fame at the top of the hour. Yeah, no no drug users. Joe Maurer never accused of nothing. Adrian Beltre is, might have played forever. He was never on one of these silly uh, steroid lists. Didn't happen there. And Todd Helton, let's just put it this way. It's nice playing baseball in Colorado. It's nice playing baseball in the thin air of Colorado. Todd Helton able to walk around every now and then and say, hey, yeah, me bat 360, I can go ahead and do that easy. Playing in Colorado is a is a nice addition. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Let's get some of this uh, this NBA quote-unquote stuff, you know, out of the way. Amongst all of the breaking news today, Adrian Griffin being fired, and now we got the Hall of Fame news. This kind of popped up early this morning, too. And I had to say to myself, can we have any more NBA information? I was sitting down watching CBS Sports HQ, and then I just pretty much found out that Terry Rozier is moving on. Take a listen to this. Breaking news in the NBA where the Miami Heat are trading Kyle Lowry to the Hornets for their guard, Terry Rozier, according to multiple reports. Charlotte also is receiving a protected first-round pick in 2027 from Miami. The 29-year-old Rozier started his career with the Celtics and has spent the past five seasons in Charlotte. He will replace the 37-year-old Lowry, who has struggled this season, averaging just eight points a game and recently fell out of the starting lineup. Struggling this season? Kyle Lowry has been washed. Kyle Lowry has been cooked for several years now. It's like the last good thing that you could squeeze out of Kyle Lowry was a championship with the Raptors in 2019. Since then, and for the life of me, I still don't understand how the Miami Heat decided to give him a contract and thought what was left. This man used to play basketball on the streets of Philadelphia. He is 37 years old right now. People make fun of him because he's quote-unquote bottom heavy and he's what what is left he got a 30 million dollar expiring contract to do what be be head cheerleader in charge who wants Kyle Lowry nobody you want him as a backup to to do what play 10 minutes a night can you trust him to do that and Terry Rozier congratulations nice move going to the Miami Heat You know, you and Tyler Hero can decide who wants to go out there and shoot the ball and shoot the rock. And I'm sure Rozier will give Hero a dirty look. I'm sure Tyler Hero will give him a dirty look. And the Miami Heat, well, I think they're they're still going to languish behind a team like the Boston Celtics and even the team that fired its own head coach today in the Milwaukee Bucks. 
Yeah, the Miami Heat just, they're good, but I, I can't put them back in no NBA Finals. And I, I guess at this point I shouldn't be shocked if they make it to the NBA Eastern Conference Finals, uh, but Miami is on that, that next level of contenders when it comes down to the Eastern Conference. So, hey, the Milwaukee Bucks are going to be looking for a coach. The Miami Heat, they pick up a shooter in Terry Rozier. Adrian Griffin is going to be on vacation for the next several months. And then last night, we saw Joel Embiid drop 70, Carl Anthony Towns drop 62. And it is just a wild, wild world in the NBA. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Michigan and talk to Greg. Greg, you are on CBS Sports Radio. How are you, Greg? What's on your mind? Oh, my God, JR, Mr. Positive. Great show. My God, you're right. So much in the sports world. I got to tell you, um, talking about Harbaugh, I think he's going to go pro. He's going to. He's done everything he can. Yeah, he can win more titles. He's he's proven everything that he can in uh, Michigan. So he, he wants to be like his brother. And I think uh, you know, you and I know that NFL is king. So uh, you know, why not take that big jump and get more publicity? And hopefully, he can abide by the rules. Let me tell oh. you, um, real quick. Well, uh, by, by the, what, what, what cheating, what cheating yeah. is he going to do if he goes to the NFL? Well, I, I don't know. He, he might be able to figure something out and uh, to do something. I don't okay. know. Jared, right. It's just uh, unbelievable. Do the Lions have a chance beating San Fran? What type of question? Do they have a chance? What type of question is that? I that know I'm not being positive, but. Yeah, you're, yeah right. you're supposed to be Mr. Positive. You're asking me if you go out and yeah. play on the field, of course you got a chance, right? Oh, JR, I love your attitude. I love your energy. Yeah. No, you hey, don't. Go for your dreams, and JR, <laughs> agents of inclusion, when's that coming up? Yeah, well, you, you got to stay tuned, Greg. We'll see. You betcha. Love you, brother. Bye. I love, love you back. Thank you, Greg, for calling from Michigan. I mean, damn, what type of, what type of faith and, and, and hope does he have? Hey, JR, do the Lions stand a chance against the 49ers? You're just going to be miserable all week? You got to wait Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday, and you got to get to the afternoon. You're going to wait four and a half days just to be miserable? I understand the Detroit Lions are the underdog. The Detroit Lions are playing underdog. They're, I guess, America's underdog at this point in time. But why don't we just give the, the, the NFC championship to the 49ers then, man? Come on. Of course the Lions have a, a, a chance. Lions are going to try to light them up on the board. The 49ers, well, they're going to hope Debo Samuel is healthy. They're going to hope that Brock Purdy doesn't wait until the end of the fourth quarter to be good. We got plenty of time to talk about the NFC championship game. Let's chill. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. It's 855-212-4CBS. We just had some announcements made for the Baseball Hall of Fame. We're going to talk about that. I am going to discuss Jim Harbaugh. He might be moving to the Chargers. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.